This this terrifying little house for the last seven months now in isolation. And nothing's been scary. Nothing's been scary <laughs> on the inside. Everything's been scary on the outside. And then someone, someone somewhere starts to jump out at me and scare me and tell me what month it is, which is October. Thank you. October, if you what? will. What? Yeah. No, I don't, I don't believe I will because my name is Andrew Jones and I'm a cinephile. Who are I'm you? Johnny Ellis, and I'm movie mad. And I'm horror movie mad. Okay. That, that, do horror movies tend to yeah. walk around and jump out on you and make you go boo and go, ah, because that seems like a dick move for a horror movie to chase you. <laughs> I mean, jump scares are a... Uh, yeah, but to chase you. Horror movies. To move around um, and not stay stationary. Which stationed. we will find today. I don't think we will. Am I, are, are you movie mad? Just, 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 just to ask yeah. you a question. It's okay, because like you're acting like you think you, you think movies follow you oh. around the room. They they don't unless you're watching in three D or four D X. And uh, I haven't been watching anything in four D X since uh, Onward, which uh, screened in bad three D, which was out of sync with each other, and they wouldn't give me a refund. Oh. Yeah. That sucks. That does suck. I well, lost five pounds on that. Gonna... That was you're my horror story have, of the um, year. A uh... well, you're not going to have a horrific experience like that today because we are watching a very good horror movie. I mean, you say that, but still uh, a horrific I'm... experience. This, who, who directed this film? Um, I don't know who directed it. Scott Derrickson. Was it Scott Derrickson? All right. Scott Derrickson. Okay. Yeah, you like uh, Doctor Strange, don't you? I, Doctor, I like Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange is a, a very fun movie. Yeah. Now, Do- Doctor Strange is an anomaly because I also watched a couple of months ago during lockdown with a friend, Deliver Us From Evil. <laughs> right. That is a two-hour horror detective story. <laughs> Eric Banner um, and Joel McHale are investigating some sort of horrible possessions going on in New York and they're, they're you know, old army brats, now police corps. And um, Edgar Ramirez is uh, a thingamajiggy. A uh, exorcist. A priest who's an exorcist. Uh. <laughs> and it becomes detective meets horror. <laughs> and it's oh, two hours long. And it is... Un- and it tries to do jokes, and it is uh, unwatchable. I think is the term we use because when well, things aren't available to watch because your mind is broken. <laughs> well, here's the thing: you said to me, "It's October. Yeah. Do you have any horror films you want to do for October? Do you want to take over October and do some horror films?" And I said, "Yes, please." You gave me the option. You I said, know, and um, you films. started with some never, weird stuff. You never specified. They don't need to be scary. Um, I know you don't do horror films. Uh, I do not do horror films. In, in, in the cinema, at least. But I thought perhaps um, you're at home alone. It's, it is 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So I've made sure that we, we didn't do it at, 
at the witching hour. I did offer you a, um, mid- a midnight sleepover sinister spooky day. Yeah, but I wouldn't do that to you. I'm, I'm, I'm nice. I want it to fester in your mind so that the, uh, the, the nightmares can build up first. Hold a second. And then you go to bed. Hello, it's me. Uncle Fester, festering in your mind. <laughs> oh, hi. I can't say that word without. Riddick? Yep. Okay. Charlie Theron. Oscar Isaac. Grace by name, Grace Crow. What do you know about Sinister then? Um, something about a reel of film which has a demon in it. <laughs> Ethan Hawke, whom I love. Yeah, see, Ethan Hawke. We like Ethan Hawke. Yeah, I know, but I still didn't go and see this film in the cinema because it was like, oh, Ethan Hawke, oh, it's a horror movie. Same with The Purge. It was like, oh, Ethan Hawke, oh, horror movie. I will watch Ethan Hawke in a drama. I will watch Ethan Hawke in a comedy, which he doesn't do. I will watch Ethan Hawke over seen... 12 years, growing older. You've seen, you've seen The Purge by now, surely. I've seen The Purge, but I wouldn't go to the cinema to see it. Right. This was a terrible film with a waste of a potential. And then the Purge Anarchy came out and goes, This is the film. This is the film. And then election year came out and like, What happened? Where did the film go? And then the first purge came out. It's like, Why is Marissa Tomei in this? What the hell? Why are you wasting a great premise on nothing? Stop it. Stop it, Purge. Stop it, Purge. And they made a TV show. Yeah. So, Have you tried uh, every, the TV every, show? No, because I tried, I tried two it. more films after they should have stopped. I tried one episode of the TV show and I just I, I couldn't get into it. I was like, I love nah, Hannah. I'm not, I'm not trying to You know, I love Get Short. Try, I try Get Short. No, I, I, I <laughs> Get Short. The show is amazing and it's cancelled. Oh. Yeah. Um, you know what's you know what's not cancelled though is this episode where we're going to watch Sinister. Well, you know what is cancelled? The franchise well, of Sinister because Sinister Two did not do well. That is a shame, but it doesn't. Um, doesn't, Remember they made um, a sequel the to this film? Sinister. Yeah, I, I when I'm, I was I'm assuming you're going to like, uh, you're going to in, imply everything that happens in Sinister Two after we watch Sinister One, so that we don't have to do an episode on it next year. I can't remember Sinister Two. So you maybe will. We'll do Sinister Two next year. We'll. I'll remember it next year when we do it as an episode next year. Yeah. Okay. So um, why did you want to pick this? This is one of the. Uh, First, not first, but this is one of the top films that has like proper scared me. Um, I remember sitting in the cinema, and there's a moment. I'm not gonna spoil anything for you, but there is a moment in, and it's 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 so it's sort of a silent moment, but something happens and something appears on the screen, and I just remember sitting in the dark cinema screen, and it just I was. Oh, it it, was this it made me jump hand out of my skin. Hi. No, you know I like it when that happens. Especially, I I prefer it more when it's Michael Fassbender films. It helps me. Um, <laughs> it helps my leg stop shaking. <laughs> um, but uh, sinister, I yeah, this I I went back to this so many times just because of mainly because of that this one moment, um, and it. It never failed to to send a shiver down my spine, and I just I just really enjoyed it. There's something to enjoy about being scared in a cinema. 
Nope. You should really experience it more. Nope, there is nothing to enjoy about being scared in uh, any space whatsoever. I watched The Invisible Man this year, man. I went to the oh, yeah. opening day. Before you, yeah. I saw it. Yes, you did. You did indeed. And then I, I saw texted it and I you. Quite I texted you something when you went to see it, knowing you would turn on your phone to see that, remember? I can't remember what you texted me. What did I you say? Text, I texted it in all capitals with an exclamation mark. Surprise. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you turned the phone on after the Invisible Man had finished. Yeah. The Invisible Man had texted you one last surprise. <laughs> That wasn't funny. It was um, hilarious to me. <laughs> that um, film is one of the best of the year. It really is. It's that, this uh, film is... The personal history of David Copperfield and Uncut Gems. Oh, uh, yeah, Uncut Gems. Those are the three good films of the year. Um, well, this is one of my top films of the year that it was released. Definitely, it was, it was in my top ten, probably top five. Um... I'm so excited for you to... So, so if you were walking down the street having a conversation with Rosario Dawson, it would be this? Yeah, well, I'm confused now. In your top five? Oh, top five. Jesus What Christ. else? Give, Who give remembers your, that film? Give us your top five 2012. Top five 2012? Uh, right, I, I can look it up. Um, you, have to, you have to fill in for a bit. Um... Okay, so... I'm thinking if uh, we make this a better movie, we take out one of the I's. I'm looking at the I between the N and the S. We had a P before the first I, and we call it Spinster. I think that'd be a better film. Ethan Hawke in a movie called Spinster, where he meets a woman who is unmarried, no children. She's working in a library. Her name's Mary, and there's this guy, this weird guy who keeps coming up to her and going, Oh, oh, where's our kids? Where's our kids, Mary? Oh, Mary. And Ethan Hawke has to punch him and take him out over to the bridge to throw him off before he can be saved by some sort of weird man, angel boy. And well, this is annoying. I found my top 10 of 2011, but there's no top 10 of 2012. On yeah, well, what's your top five? Um, oh, here. 10's too much. That's what's 2014. Five. 2011. That's annoying. Why did I block out 20? What happened in Sinister that made you block out the entirety of 2012, Johnny? <laughs> well, we'll find out soon enough. Are um... we? No, let's go through all of 2012. What <laughs> happened? January 1st, 2012. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just a write-off for me that whole year. Um, okay. I think there was a, a pandemic going on. Oh wow! I'm just I'm just going through my um my blog now, which I haven't looked at in. It was a Sunday. Ages. What? January first, twenty twelve. Do you remember where you were, January first, twenty twelve? Yep. Where were you? Um, where were you? Um, Sorry. Was at home. You were at home. No friends. Wow. Oh. Nothing going on. I was at home doing nothing. I was probably in the cinema, which was my home. Um, Over midnight. Yeah, that's how I celebrated. I celebrated um, New Year's one year on uh, Animal Crossing on my Nintendo DS. Was that I mean, I could have just changed the time. No, no. Celebrating that on Animal Crossing on your Switch. Yeah, I might Will do Smith. actually. We won't be able to Tell do it anything else. Ooh, na na na. Um, bloody hell. And top 10 of 2016. 
bottom yep. 10 of 2016. I saw the light was my number 10 of my bottom 10 of 2016. I was going to say, I, th- I thought you didn't like that film, but it turns out you did. Yeah. You loved it so much. I was so disappointed at that. Are we doing that for the no, podcast? Was... Why is that not on Shocktober? <laughs> Get the scares that, rolling. It would, it would work for Shocktober. Right, here's the um, top 10 films of 2015. Uh, right. Good Kill. Is Sinister 2 going to be in that one? <laughs> Irrational Man. Wait, good Kill? Yeah. Big fan With of With Ethan Hawke. I know. Yeah, I quite, I quite enjoyed that. I know that. my Ethan Hawke's my um, Irrational Man. Joaquin Phoenix and Emma Stone. River Phoenix's uh, father. I know, isn't that sweet? Oh, um, X plus Y. Ace Did Butterfield. you call your daughter Charlotte? Mm, she'd have to die first. So. Oh boy, what are you planning? <laughs> I've said too much. Um, number seven, Inside Out. Number six, Big Hero 6. Because of number six. Really? Um, oh, no, yeah. Inside Out better than Big Hero 6. Oh, no, Big Hero 6 is so much better. I, I, yeah, one, it can't one, be so much better. It's only one step <laughs> up. <laughs> number it's five, there. Steve Jobs. Number four, Ex Machina. Um, <laughs> number three, Brooklyn. Um, number two, Love and Mercy. And number one, mm-hmm. any guess? My number one film for 2015. 2015. Would you? Uh, did you see Whiplash then, or did you see? Yeah, that? I believe I saw it the year before, but it was technically yeah, twenty fifteen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh. So you did go from into the woods. Into the woods. Yeah. Oh, the musical. No. The musical. As much as I like musicals. As much as you like musicals, the woods, and uh, we're going to do that for musical month next month. We do musical month. <laughs> No, into the words, that. into the words. This is a song for 45 minutes. It really is, isn't it? It's just yep. that. It's, it's just that uh, for a long time. And yeah. nothing good can come out. All right, out. hold on. I've got 2013, <gasps> top 10 and bottom 10. And then we so, can work out um, by some magic what 2012 must have been because they would have been prequels. I'm still scrolling. I'm still scrolling. Um, Better than you ever did. Right. I did a... a no, this is... December 9th, 2012. Okay. So I would have done my top 10 films at the end of 2000. I must have tweeted them instead of blogged them. Okay. That's bloody annoying. Was 2012 the year of... Um, sure. Rock of Ages? Possibly, yeah, probably. Right, yeah, I remember tweeting, oh, I'm not going into my Twitter for back to 2012. Jesus. Um... Looks like I am. Fuck it. Um, Twitter at movie underscore mad. 2012 uh, top 10. Prepared myself for Harry Hologram for the King. Left with a new potential candidate for top 10 of the year. Look at you. You liked Hologram for the King. Yeah, right. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, do you know why? Because it's great. Yeah. Um, right, I tell you what, during the film, I will I will find my top 10 of 2012 and I'll figure out where it came in my top 10 because I'm pretty sure it's on my Twitter feed somewhere, probably in, in 2012. Um, but well, for that's now, the do second you want film to... I've seen this year, which will most definitely be in my top 10 in December. Hashtag now you see me. Wait, me? Are you looking at my tweets? June 17th, 2013. 
How have you gone for that? Pitch Perfect could very well be in my top 10 of the year. God, I just want to marry Anna Kendrick and cattle her forever. <laughs> December 29th, 2012. Oh, God. You out for that? Oh, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm still... I still agree with that. Um, <laughs> I can't believe you managed to find my Twitter feed from that far back. Although, How you, you, you didn't even that? break in... 21 Jump Street wouldn't break into your top 10. No, no, it was it was no, fine. It was no, it was it's a, fun a masterpiece. Film, but, uh, fuck you. <laughs> any, looking over the looking over the year year's film so far for my top and bottom ten, the long list of bottom ten is longer <laughs> than the one for the top ten, December sixth, twenty twelve. Looks like you didn't tweet out. Really? Yep. Thirty. I've so got about half of my top ten. Got more in my bottom ten long Where? list at Matthew Turner. December 15th, 2012. That's, um... That uh, bugs me now. When did I, I... I definitely did a top 10 for 2012. RE Pitch Perfect. I saw it a few mm. days before New Year's and had to redo my top 10 last minute for it. Wasn't expecting to have to put it in. It's spotlight. Uh... You did. You didn't. So uh, well done. Uh, a lot of my tweets are saying, "Have you seen Sinister yet? Go see Sinister." Well, mm. shouldn't write about Sinister because that seems awful, and Sinister is clearly awful. Anyway. Well, let's watch Sinister. And let's let's watch. You know, let's watch Twenty One Jump Street. Let's get you back onto loving Twenty One Jump Street as a masterpiece that it is. <laughs> oh, it ended up being my number two of last year. Uh, I tweeted uh, Scott Weinberg, uh, February twelfth, twenty thirteen. Sinister, uh, scariest film I've, which is you know, scariest film I've ever seen. Scariest film I've ever seen, (laughs) and ended up um, being my number two last year. So it was my number two film of the year. I knew it was up there. I knew it was one of my top in in the top five. I knew. So it didn't quite make it to Riker status. No, because um, because. because Rock of Ages had come out, and there was Rock of no, Ages, number one. There was no question. Yeah. Um, right. So, Sinister, are you ready to watch the number two film of 2012? Number two. No. No, I'm not. I don't <laughs> like horror films. Oh, I will be looking away the entire film. No. I'll no. Close my eyes. No I'm going, la, 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 la. I can't scare me if I can't see you. <laughs> I, I want the volume up as loud as possible for you, and headphone. I want a dark room and um, yeah, 4K TV on. No. Shall we start? What if it isn't 4K? I don't want to do any of this. Too late now. Ah, 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 ah. But I shouldn't delay it any further, should I? No. No, we should watch. You love this film so much. I think you remember all of the films you surrounded it with. (laughs) It's alumnus. You don't know it's alumnus. (laughs) Well done. I don't know what this is. your favourite film now. I don't know what this film's actually about. He sees something in a. There's only one. There's only one way to find out. Fight! 
I didn't want to move here. We couldn't afford to live in the old house anymore. Plus, the new story I'm writing is here. Is the story a good one this time? I'm going to write the best book that anybody's ever read. I got a really good feeling about this. <laughs> You gotta be kidding me. Finley hanging out. Barbecue 79. That's the family who lived here. You think these are serial murders? I don't know. First one I found dates back to the 60s. The only link between all these cases is the symbol. The symbol is associated with a pagan deity named Bagul. He consumes the souls of human children. I have never been onto something this big before. Early Christians believed that Bagul actually lived in the images themselves and that they were gateways into his realm. Children exposed to the images were especially vulnerable to Bagul's abduction. Sweetheart, what are you doing? Painting. I wanted to paint her picture. Who are you talking about? Stephanie. She used to live here. What's the matter? What's happened? Get the kids. Pack the car. We have to leave here now. Well, are you are you okay? Can you can you talk? Oh, I'm sorry. I I don't know what happened. I I I was watching this film and I then I wake up and I've got a bat in the hand and I've got an empty whiskey bottle here. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been a while since I've seen that. Would you say it's been since 2012 upon its release? Um, well, have you seen probably it watched it a bit in, I probably watched it a bit in 2013 when it came out on Blu-ray. Okay. Ooh. Had to watch it in high definition. You wanted to see every single visual information that's on screen. Couldn't miss the, yeah. the poetry, the artistry on the show. <laughs> I, I need to see all the, all the Easter eggs. Maybe, um, maybe the matting you saw in the cinema wasn't good. I want to see if uh, they haven't expanded... Aspect ratio for home, so there's stuff hidden at the top and bottom of the frame. I did see this a few times in the cinema. I can't remember more than once. Oh yeah, got it. Holy fuck! Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I definitely saw it more than once. Um, now, all right, let's talk about my my favorite, the the scene that I was talking about before we watched. Yeah, okay. So you had this thing where like there's this one big silent scare that scares you like nobody's business. I will say, silent? Yeah, well... It is literally the loudest noise they can find. Yeah. I, to, make, I, I to, make sure you, to make sure you wake up and go, oh, I'm meant to be scared now. <laughs> I, noise! Just, I don't know. For me, that that lawnmower thing and the, the body just appearing out of nowhere is just, oh. I, I, I found each of the sort of home movie things really fucking disturbing. Oh, because it's meant to look like it's real. Yeah. And you're not meant to, you can't look away. <laughs> um, Can I just bring yeah. up, there is, did you ever see Inland Empire? No, no. Okay. Right, well, I'm going to say 
yeah, I saw it once. Uh, I'm going to hesitate and but what about guess, Inland Empire? Guess that uh, at about <laughs> two hours and fifteen minutes into Inland Empire, right? Maybe uh, is the scariest moment I've seen in cinema. Really? Yeah. Is Inland Inland Empire isn't a horror movie, is that? It's a David Lynch film, so inherently. Oh it is. right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it is a long shot. Oh, it's shot on mini DV, so it's got that digital, that homey feeling anyway, cheapness. Right. And it's just a long shot of Laura Dern slowly walking towards the camera, staring at the camera, face first to the camera. It's just this okay. unbreaking, constant thing. But she's got this weird clown face going on. They've got like right. the su- they've superimposed a face onto her face. Yeah, uh, that doesn't sound too bad. But it's this, but it's it's lingering and it goes on for a couple of minutes and it just doesn't cut away and you're stuck there watching it. You've got um, nowhere to go, and she's and she's and because there is no character there to focus on, it is inherently you. She is looking at you. She is breaking through right. to you. And I that, think, and that is genuinely shot on that style, and it's genuinely done to make it seem like it's talking to you. It's not a faked effect. It's not, you know, a, it's not fake in that sense. Right. I think um, this works so much better in a cinema. Right. I would never see this in the cinema because um, I've only seen this <laughs> Jackson film in the cinema and I was happy right. with seeing that twice in the cinema. Like, so you're happy seeing it. So why not watch some other Scott Derrickson movies in the cinema? Uh, because uh, that one was Doctor Strange. It had very little horror. It had Tilda Swinton and Mads Mikkelsen in it. And Benedict yeah. Watt. But this, this, this one has got Ethan Hawke. I like love Ethan Hawke, but I don't like you Ethan Hawke. I love Ethan Hawke. I don't like Ethan Hawke. <laughs> um, yeah, for me, I just remember being, like, sort of trapped watching it. Um, yeah, I can assume. You paid your money and now you're watching this shit. You're trapped. No, no, not like that. Come on now. Um, I was trapped watching it. Like, you know, you're watching, you're sat watching these home movies with him. Like, sort of his point of view in, in, in a way. Um, and you you can't turn it off, and the, and you have to I, you have to. I would love to be watching home movies with uh, Ethan Hawke. Yeah, you well, sit you there just and did, talk about so. no, no, we didn't because I tell you what, H. John Benjamin wasn't voicing any of the characters in here. Um, I just I would love to watch home movies and wonderful squiggle vision with Ethan Hawke. We just sit down and go like, this is a funny show. I'm glad it lasted long enough, and I'm glad that. Lauren Bouchard has gone off to make Bob's Burgers, which is fine. Right. It's not great, but Home Movies is superior. And I think it, it. I think you know Ethan Hawke could be really good. And then we could say after we watch Home Movies, like you know, watch Clone High. Yeah, let's watch Clone High. No, um, let's not. No, let's not watch Mission Hill. Mission Hill not very good. The Critic. Oh, The Critic. Yeah, let's watch The Critic. God, the Devil and Bob. Let's put that one on. Good fun times. Napoleon Dynamite. The series actually better than Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, sure. Alan Gregory, fuck off. You didn't, yeah. um, you have you didn't say anything when Vincent Nofio popped up. No, do you know why? Why? Didn't care. No. Didn't he care was uh, uncredited. Nofio. No, I know. Oh, I'm I know, I, I noticed that he wasn't in the credits at all. Because I was like, oh, I wonder if... I, I, wonder, I wonder what he's credited as. Is yeah. he, did, he get, did he get the and? Did he get no, the no. Just Did he get and introducing? That would have been a funny joke. <laughs> No, I, well, I held off. I was going to do an Arlie Ermey joke at one point, but uh, I didn't. <laughs> I just gave up. I feel, um, 
Well, at least let's, um, go into, let's go into your first time. You sat down in the cinema to watch Sinister I, in the Sinistema. I, I, I remember I, I, what, it what, being... What did, you, what did you know going into it? You knew that Ethan Hawke, obviously, because, you know... Yeah, I knew... Loved... Was, this, was this after Insidious? Yeah. It was? Yes, it must have been. So I think I went in expecting something like Insidious, and I wasn't really... In, you know, I, I went, but I wasn't expecting to love it or anything. Um, because I, I find Insidious a bit too ugh, boring. Like, hey, do you know who else finds it boring? Go on. The guy who was in the TV adverts for. <laughs> yeah. The guy who was um, asleep in the TV advert on Insidious. But I, I this found guy. this much more um, engaging than, than Insidious. Uh, and I remember being sat in, it was in Luton, Sydney World, um, and it was quite a full screen. I just remember being absolutely terrified, absolutely terrified. Um, and I will, I, I'll, I'll admit, okay, that today it didn't terrify me. Well, right? It's a very boring film. How could you tell? It is slow. It's been a while. It's been a good, like, seven, six it's or seven years. Slow. It's slow. It's actively boring. Characters um, are uninteresting. The premise is dull. The most interesting part is the bad guy's called Mr. Boogie. But it's so it's so strange that it's Mr. Boogie. I can't think of another film recently where I've rewatched it after years of like, you know, having seen it once or twice and been in love with it, then rewatched it years later and kind of been, Oh god, no, this isn't good. And this is um, the first every film? Not every <laughs> Every film seems to be disappointing during the lockdown. True. But hey, at least um, you know you went into this quite scared, didn't, didn't you? You you were quite worried. I I, I feel. No. You weren't worried that this. I wasn't was worried. I was just like, oh, here we go, another stupid, boring, loud horror film. You didn't know it was going to be boring. You thought it was going to be scary, and you didn't want to watch it because it was going to be scary. No, I did want to watch it because I thought it was going to be loud. That was kind of like, boom, ah, right. ah, and you know what? was yeah was i like i think i like the um and also because like it's the... jason blum because it's jason blum yeah you have a 10 minute sequence in which the character walks around their nice house and things start creeping and creaking and you're meant to sit there and go oh, oh, i think i saw something because paranormal activity was so big oh and because it's jason blum you have to always start off with like a chair flying in the in the room and, and a girl in the corner of the room, and they never explain it. Uh, yeah, um, I think they're kind of bad at that. What yeah. I like is when they have the chair kind of spinning around, but it's at an angle, and the girl isn't isn't just in the corner, but she's at an angle because it's Blumhouse tilt. Because <laughs> that that means you know you're ready for some action <laughs> or some drama. Um, but yeah, I I. I think I really liked the idea of this writer um, moving into the hu- the house where the murders happened. Uh, he writes, so Ethan Hawke is Ellison... Something or other. Something or other. Ellison, he plays Ethan Ellison Hawke. so-and-so. Ellison plays Ethan Hawke, and he's a writer of true crime stories. Yeah. He, and he's... And he's, he's okay, moved... Ellison Oswald. He's, Oswald, he's, yeah. he's, he's one of the uh, Oswald brothers. Right. Theme for their true crime and comedy and photography. <laughs> um, and he's moving into the murder house. Yeah. I like that family. idea of him 
of him moving into the house where it happened to try and like solve this murder. Oh, look, Ellison, he wanted to be in the house where it happened. <laughs> I'd be intrigued to see um the 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 book that made him famous. Oh, what Kentucky Blood? Yeah, Kentucky Blood. I'd I'd, I'd be intrigued to see a film based on that. Um, well. Kentucky Blood was basically the foundation of the popular restaurant chain KFC. <laughs> um, but that That's would be one quite of the eleven be, secret herbs and spices. It'd be a nice because um, it wouldn't be a, an out and out horror movie, would it? No, it would be a very dull drama about people not doing anything when a murder has happened. Yeah, of him and of him solving the murder. Solve it. Yeah. I like those films. It'll be like Zodiac without any of the quality. But with the uh, the, the murder being solved. The, the murderer being found. Imagine. The murderer was found in Zodiac. Is he? Yeah. Is he though? Yep. Is he really? Yep. Who's the murderer in Zodiac then? Dave, David Fincher. David Fincher. <laughs> how do you reckon he every how do you reckon every murder was so exactly re- replicated if, oh shit <laughs> if the director didn't have first hand knowledge damn think about it what was he doing in <laughs> Sacramento in the late 70s well that's uh, I'd never even thought about that no hidden in plain sight and he, and he did it all full circle and he went back to the scene of the crime and, and showed it it's like, and also were... he did it all for the nookie. We have to remember that. <laughs> it's like if he were to write a book saying, "If I did it." Yeah, yeah, it would be exactly like that. Yeah, but that would be stupid. Jesus. No one would ever write something. No like one would. That. No one would write a book. That'd be ridiculous. Could you, could, God, could you imagine if someone who definitely did a crime wrote a book explaining how they would have done the crime if they definitely did it, if portraying the idea that they didn't do it, but they definitely did it. Well, at that point, he would have been. Um... Uh, found guilty of murder. Oh, right, 100%. Right at that point, <laughs> point, there would be no way that a jury of his peers would have ever gone a different direction whatsoever. Oh, yeah. So I, I told you, didn't I, that when I watched the show, I didn't know about that. And, and what show is this? Sorry, I'm, I'm lost. Um, uh, is what lost? is it called? The People versus O.J. Simpson. American Crime Story. Yeah. Did I tell you about that? How I, I watched the show week by week and... Um, and it wasn't until a few days leading up to the final episode that I found out how it ends, and I found out that he got he gets away. He was found not guilty. I was fuming. I, I couldn't couldn't believe I, well, yeah, I couldn't, one, believe I couldn't you believe... yourself. Yeah, yeah, and I couldn't believe well, something that happened in not knowing. real life. Yeah, or is it just something that? else that happened in the, in real life? Was this film? This film no, happened to us in real life. life. It happened to us in real life. It didn't happen to me in real life. I do not consider 2020 real life anymore. I um, all right, tell me the truth. How much of this did you actually watch? Because I think you switched off pretty quickly. I was were talking throughout the whole film, people? making references to what was going on. I was yeah. playing Car FIFA. Car, car FIFA? Oh, right, okay. Rocket League. <laughs> I was playing Rocket League. Car FIFA. Because I didn't care... Yeah, I, I very quickly was like, oh, right, we're going to open up with a creepy slow shot of people hanging. And we're going to have like, a, oh, the writer's moving in with a family. We're going to set up all that stuff. Oh, fucking God. I, just boring setup. 
absolutely mm. tedious, boring setup throughout. This is so weird for me because he's got this. He's got the creepy child who's having conversations with one of the children who are missing from the films or from the home yeah. movies, which is never shown. So it's only her saying, "You know, Samantha, the girl who was here last." No, show that. Go on. Go for Gonzo and have scenes of just Gonzo. her communicating with Gonzo and Rizzo who were <laughs> explaining the film. <laughs> I would like Gonzo to be Scott Derrickson inviting <laughs> you to watch Sinister. There he come now. Um, it's Mr. Boogie. Yeah, this is, this, is really, this is really weird for me that, like, you know, because... Kill the lab, not the rat. Kill the lab, not the rat. <laughs> Um, this is really weird for me that, like, years later now, after whenever I think about horror movies, you know, when you said October we should do some October. horror movies, pick some, pick some horror movies. Pick some of your horror movies. Yeah. Show, this me, was, show me what, show me what Johnny's horror is. This was one of the first ones that came to mind. Uh, and I, I, well, I thought, you know, it the title up. was Sinister, so you assume it would be Sinister. It's so weird to rewatch it now and... And not have that love for it anymore. Oh, because it's... I've lost something. Because it's not very well done. But why did I think it was well done? Uh, because you thought, oh, it has a story to it. It has characters. It's not just like, here's some characters to be spooked at. You thought, mm-hmm. oh, he's going through a thing. And now you've seen that uh, most horror films actually have that. It was just that era was either torture porn or jump scares. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this is a slower film. Which is like most horror. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and it ends darkly as well. Oh, I've, um, I, usually they end with a scare and that's it. But this one ends darkly and a scare. So it gives you both miserableness and a jump. Yeah. I, uh, I don't think I'm going to rush to watch the second one again. Yeah. He um, is in the second one. Um, he's credited. Wait, what? Mr. Boogie's in the second one? Yeah. Um, oh, Ethan, Ethan Hawke is in the second one. Oh, you know who would be great if we did Muppet Sinister? Oh, Mr. Boogie. Uh, okay. Now, okay, obviously, un- Uncle Deadly would be the way you'd want to go. Oh, yeah. But the other option is put a top hat on him and paint his uh, face white. Sam the Eagle has got a Mr. Boogie face. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For some reason, my mind instantly went to um, Fuzzy Bear. And I know it wouldn't be scary, but it'd just be fun <laughs> to see Fuzzy every time Mr. Boogie appears. Fuzzy Bear. Yeah, don't like it. No, look, Fozzie would obviously be Vincent Joffrey. Oh yeah, that's how you do that. No, wouldn't um, uh, Scooter would be Vincent Joffrey. Uh, Scooter no. is Officer So and So. He's a hundred percent the okay. young one who wants to help Kermit right. out. Right. <laughs> well, obviously it's Kermit, and it's Piggy. And, right, yeah. Uh, and Robin <laughs> is the kid in the box. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> which which Muppets do we think get killed in the home movies? Well, that's the joke, is those are the celebrity cameos. Oh, okay. That's how you right. do the celebrities and the big names so, and human the things. Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga's got to be in there, right? <laughs> um, Lady Gaga and Janice. <laughs> because they're best friends and they'll hang to- they, They're basically the same person, aren't they? Marvelous! Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> who would? All right, who would be in the um in the lawnmower scene? My my like favorite scene from the, this 
Dollar Dollar movie. <laughs> who, who, whose body would that be? Like, which celebrity? John Hamm. I would say Pierce Brosnan because the lawnmower man, but I think that's just reaching <laughs> at that point. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> who's in the Who's in the car? Oh, who's getting burnt? Who are the uh, Sacramento? Oh, um, um, Vin Diesel <laughs> with his family. Well, so Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah. Still. <laughs> It's just, it's, it is just Toretto. It is the end of the Fast and Furious franchise. Nothing sinister. Okay, okay. Who he is? Dies, go- he dies his death one quart of petrol at a time. <laughs> it's great because we actually re- we are recording this a couple of weeks early. We are recording this on uh, what has been pronounced as Vin Week. Vin Week. Vin Week, because of course a couple of days ago Vin Diesel did drop his. Uh, his first hot track. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, feels, feels good. Um, right. So who is tied to beach or deck chairs and drowning? Uh, right. <laughs> um, Let's get to some drowning. I don't know why, but my mind instantly went, ah, put, put Zac Efron in there. <laughs> okay. From Baywatch. Yeah. Yeah. Jason and Momoa. Put the rock in one of them. And they try to move it, but it won't move. They try to pull it, and the string just snaps. <laughs> okay, so what you're saying is we are just going to go for... So it's Zac Efron, it's Alexandra Daddario, John Bass, and then The Rock, who doesn't move. Yeah, The Rock, okay. who doesn't move. They pull it, it's all grid of snaps, and they're like, uh, could you help us out? And then he moves himself to the pole. <laughs> Because he's such a nice guy, he would do that. Yeah, he would. He's always happy to support and help. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, you've saved this film for me. Thank you. Like, if, if a film is always flagging, the Muppets will help you make it better. <laughs> that, is, that is the law. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I just... Although I should say, I'm still... Um... I still can't forgive you for uh, bringing up Scooter in our sister podcast um, backstage. Yeah, it's, why not? It's not on. It's not on because whenever you have a I think of, on, on Scarlet, <laughs> whenever I think of Scooter now or Scarlet, it they they, they both come hand in hand, and I don't like it. It's I like come when hand you... in hand when I think of Scooter. <laughs> It's like when you mentioned that um, Jesus Christ Superstar has uh, wonky eyes. It's... No, he doesn't have wonky eyes. He has a lazy eye. Singular. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Just as well, God intended. Um, Andrew Jones. Yeah. Are you mad that you watched Sinister? I am 100% mad that I had to sit through this horror movie that wasn't scary or interesting whatsoever. I found it utterly tedious. And the 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 law of it was just wretched. Yeah, Mister Boogie steals children into the film, makes them and possesses them to make them kill their family, and then moves on to the next one. That's it. And you know, in in the sequel, he steals Santa Claus because Jack Skellington asked him to. What's this? He gets his children to to steal Santa Claus. What's this? Mr. Oogie Boogie. Magic everywhere. 
Um, you don't have to ask me the question. <laughs> um, well, you haven't asked me the other the follow up. Oh well, you said you're mad. So, all right, are you are you movie mad? Why the fuck would you ask me that question? I wouldn't <laughs> told you I'm mad. I'm mad that I watched it. Jesus, oh, read the man. room. I can't win. You can win by not, you know, presenting. I don't know, sinister to me as a horror film. Yeah, I, I apologize. Maybe choose a film that's interesting and scary. Well, speaking of, well, first, where can we find you to uh, to recommend better horror movies? Um, I'm at Scott underscore Derrickson on Twitter. <laughs> Any other Twitter accounts? Maybe? Oh yeah, Ethan Runt is a uh, burner. Okay. It's a burner. You guys get banned. <laughs> oh god. Um, I thank you for asking. I'm um, at movie underscore mad on Twitter and on Instagram. Are you movie underscore mad on Twitter and Instagram? Now, now, now you you thank you thanked not me for asking, but the child who was next to you who was murdered yes. for asking. Yeah, yeah. He hangs out. With um, no, don't do that. Because <laughs> whenever you do it, right, it it triggers something in my brain of like maybe I should rewatch Hereditary. And <laughs> that, no, that's a horror like, story. Yeah, it's like a little, a little like millisecond of oh, oh maybe, yeah, hereditary. Maybe seconds like, about oh, no. it, but <laughs> yeah. No. Um, are I feel you stupid? Dull. Are you moving? Um, are you moving mad at hotmail dot com? Okay, is that an email? And yeah. um, but on are Twitter, you... sorry, but on Twitter I... we are different because we are. You movie Neek. underscore oh. mad. Yeah, I said that. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, oh, right. okay. just um, reminding there's an underscore in some, but not in others because it's confusing. To me. It is confusing. Um, what are we on uh, Facebook? Is it I Movie Mad Pod? I Movie Mad Pod. Because um, they tried to take our account down and we said nay. And then they said, well, okay, but now we're going to screw you over. So whilst you're technically still the same page, you have to change your thing, and you can't have the thing you were, which was just, are oh, you movie mad? Really? Thanks, Facebook. You're a wonderful site, and you should definitely still exist. Um, don't forget to check out our sister podcast, um, Bluebird Pod, at Bluebird Pod on Facebook and on Instagram. Bluebird Pod at Um And we've got a Twitter as well. Bluebird underscore pod. Yes. Keep the underscore going. It's out every Friday. It's uh, we're watching Nashville from the start. We're five episodes deep at this point. Yeah, and you're loving every every episode, aren't you? I'm you enjoying are enjoying performing in you the are episode. You are enjoying it. I'm watching the episode. You're enjoying what? Performing. Performing podcast. Yeah. Then I more than I'm, watch, I'm watching the episode because well, performing the podcast, I just get to talk to you. Aww. When I, when we're watching the episode, I have to talk to you and watch an episode. <laughs> That's too many plates to spin. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. It's 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 nice to to write notes about something. I don't know. It's just nice to write. Um, but hey, next week uh, is week three of Shocktober. Yeah, it's, it's gone um, well so far. And it's but it's uh it's another fight fest week, right? Twenty second, I think. Yeah, next um, next, next is week. online again. Uh, I may or may not be, depending on uh, work commitments, I may or may not be uh, doing some more um, catch-ups for you. 
Um, but to celebrate another a second uh, digital fight fest, we're going to be going back to um, to last year's fight fest again and watching one of my one of my favourite uh, indie fight fest movies. Oh God, we're not watching the drone again, are we? <laughs> Join us next week for the drone. No, 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 no. There's nothing scarier than that. Should have swiped left. Are You Movie Mad is part of the Podnose Network, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network, produced and edited by Andrew Jones, executive producer George Grimwood. To find out more about Podnose's network, go to www.podnose.com.